we're back hello everyone welcome back our last episode came out a little late but i think it was worth it yeah this one too yeah we had to change it up a little bit last weekend appreciate give our thanks to black women yeah we really needed to take some time to ourselves because it's been a lot going on for us and uh yeah so this week should be fun we're getting back to like our regular program so how do you feel about our podcast going so far i think it's going good i mean we're only what is this our fourth episode yeah four i think it's going good i think we're finding our groove we have our like how our main portion of our episodes are gonna be we do have a few ideas of you know segments that we want to put in the beginning and end of the episodes right so i think we'll integrate those pretty soon and i think we got a lot more planned as well we really do want to incorporate more people onto our podcast so that we can have a full live discussion and just talk about certain topics i think that'll be a good idea so feeling good about it so should we tell them how we're gonna do our seasons yeah go ahead So I think the way that we're doing this is just to give us a little bit more time to plan and elevate as we go throughout each of our episodes and seasons. We're thinking about our seasons in episodes of 10. Right. So right now we're on four. Next week will get us halfway. Mm -hmm. So when episode 10 comes around, we'll take a little break to plan, make some new programming for you all make everything a little bit better learn from what we did in the last 10 episodes and start a whole new season so you want to get into top five yeah let's get into top five top five no debating top five top five top five okay first up is the bet hip-hop awards earlier this week we found out the nominees for all of all of the different categories i think the first one the first interesting one i saw was lyricist of the year so the options are break it down break it down big sean the baby drake j cole megan the stallion and rhapsody now mind you it is a good list but mind you this is for the year 2020 well like i guess it's 2019 2020 so I had to put that into some perspective too. So as far as this list, what do you think about these nominees? I think they're all pretty worthy of being in the category. But I think all the best ones for the past year or so are here. I was thinking Little Baby should have been in it. Do you consider him a lyricist though? He does have some bars. He does. Um, I think with the baby, I think he definitely have bars, but it's more of like metaphors. Like yeah, he comes off with a lot of metaphors type, like catchy lines. And I don't think people go to little baby for like his storytelling yeah. or his like, oh, what is he gonna say or how is this? What is the concept of this album? They right. don't go to him for that. I think he just know how to make very good hits, very good songs, and I'm a fan. Do you think, who could you automatically rule out? Automatically? If, okay, if I was to break it down from, like, last to first, 
Yeah. All right. So um, of course I'm gonna put the baby last. At the very bottom. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna put him last. Um, I'm a fan of Megan, but she can rap. Yeah. She can really rap. I just really have to hear more of her lyrics and how she deliver it. But if you really look at it, she has so many quotable lines. I think. Mm-hmm. For a lot of women out here that put them on captions and stuff. So I'm gonna put her second to last. Um, I'm thinking about projects right now. That's what I'm saying. Like in the year, yeah, 2019 to 2020. I think Rhapsody put out a project, and she can rap. Yeah, she can rap, and I think her lyrics is like crazy good. So it's like I'm trying to respect that, in a sense, more of just what they just be dropping. So. Based upon fans, I'm gonna put her third. I'm gonna put her third simply because she can really outwrap a lot of these guys in the industry. So I'm gonna put her third, not because she's better than Megan or the baby. No, they are bigger stars than her, but she can just definitely rap. Yeah. Um I'm a oh, Big Sean is it's tough between these these three right here because his album just came out i know and big shine i mean he's in rotation right now so it's but been he's always solid. he's always been a very very good rapper yeah he always been a very good rapper and he got some lyrics uh j cole he had three songs yeah i think that's it but they've been solid they were solid so you you have yet the year. you have yet to speak on Drake and I feel I know, like I but I'm thinking feel of, like I know I'm thinking about I don't I really don't know who can really take it but I'm gonna just say J Cole third even though I hate it because I really don't know what else he could have I don't put think out. I think J Cole is a very great lyricist but. For the time period that we're thinking about, I don't think he put out enough work for it to to be yeah. to be like the the winner of this category. Yeah, well, I mean, he did put out the Revenge of the Dreamers, but that's a Dreamville album versus a J Cole album. So, it's but like, I think I think that was talked about in the last award season. Yeah, J Cole, I think he's third. Drake, Big Shine. This one's kind of tough, but so I'm that's probably who you have to put. No, honestly, I'm gonna have to put Big Sean second. Drake gonna take it. The reason why I say that is because Dark Lane's demo tape was actually good. But that's <laughs> wait. Yeah, Dark Lane's demo was tape was actually about, good. I was thinking about Care Package. I was gonna say Care Package no, is old Care Package music. Is old, but yeah, it's mm. the demo tape. Come on now. He used that. He used that. Uh, that Jay Z sample. Does that qualify? Yeah, desires. Tootsie slide. That does. That song does not count. Landed. That was good. Deep pockets. I don't know. Okay. I'm I just mean, saying. I I'm feel just like saying, it's up in the air between them two, Drake and Big Sean. I think I might have to disagree a little bit. You think Megan? 
is top is higher on your list? I think that Megan can rap really well. Like lyrically, she revisits some of the same topics over and over, which is kind of, I guess, not putting her ahead in this category. But I don't think I don't, I wouldn't choose Megan to win this. I think it's cool that she's even in this category this year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't choose J. Cole. So you going with Big Shine? I don't know. It's really hard. Because I when think you... it would be a fan's choice. What do you think the fans will will actually agree upon? It's like, not like a panel of judges. I really I really keep thinking about the baby's ear. Like, yeah, he was, like, smacking people in hotels and all that stuff. But his music was actually, like, he's been very consistent with his music and how. Yeah, it was good. He dropped Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. And all of his raps make sense. Like, you can clearly understand what he's saying, and you understand what he means when he says what he says. Right, but every song that you hear is kind of like repetitive. It's kind of It does kind of all sound the same. Yeah. So when you look at Drake, it's more of versatile. You getting a bunch of everything, singing, rapping, the man can turn British, all but of that stuff. But another thing is is that we know Drake has a lot of help. We know Drake has a lot of help. Okay. As far as what? Writing songs? Yes. This is the lyricist category. So, you, I mean, don't you think everybody? No. I think. I believe so. I don't think so. As far as J. Cole, not so much. Megan, yes. No. I think so. I don't think so. Why you don't think so? What? Even you- Beyonce would get help on songs. Okay, yeah, that's Beyonce. The Beyonce's not but a rapper. But it's Beyonce. Beyonce's not a rapper. Beyonce's not a lyricist. Oh, so you bringing that back up. Remember the conversation that we just had about what's the categories of... You're talking the, about something different. Okay, so we, we'll talk about that later. We'll yes. talk about that later. We're talking about lyricists. The definition of a lyricist is... I know is. what the definition of a lyricist is. I know what it is. Okay. Well, so, okay. So, just to break it down, just tell me your top three. Instead of choosing someone, what's your top three? Big Sean, the baby, Drake. All right, cool. I do I do think that Megan being in this category says a lot, though. I think she just has to build her catalog. Even though we are talking about the year, well... No, she had a good year. She did have a good year. The next category I thought that was interesting was DJ of the year. Now, this to me was an easy choice. And, I mean, it just seemed like an easy choice to me because of the year that's been going on. And I don't think we pay as much attention to the DJs anymore. Yeah, we do. They be dropping dropping albums. I mean, yeah, but... Not like this. So the options are Chase B, D Nice, DJ Drama, DJ Envy, DJ Khaled, and Mustard. Mustard go hard. I automatically thought that this award should go to D Nice. Yeah, he nice. 
not only that, but he changed the entire quarantine for everybody. Yeah, he did. Whether you saw him actually DJ on Instagram Live, Live yeah. or somebody else DJ on Instagram Live. Yeah. He changed everything. Yeah. I agree. I know DJ Khaled had the song with, he's had a few songs recently with Drake where Drake sounds a lot like The Weeknd. What's that song? Hey, come on now. You gotta know Grease. That. Yeah. He sounds a lot like um, The Weeknd in that. I remember the first time I heard that song, I I played it for you, and I was like, who you think that is? You didn't guess Drake. <laughs> he even dropped The uh, Father of a Child. That was this past year? Yeah, 2019. He I'm, had a good year. I was really curious at why DJ Envy was up here. Was it? I just, really don't care. Was <laughs> it because of the Breakfast Club? Like I'm confused. I, I don't care. Yeah, let's move on. I think D Nice is gonna win that one for sure. Best duo or group: Chris Brown and Young Thug, City Girls, Earth Gang, Jack Boys, Migos, Run the Jewels. What you think? What you think? City girls. They had the greatest recovery, the greatest comeback story. Mm. Everybody on TikTok making videos to them. I don't think the Migos actually put out a project. No, I don't think I so. I think they are having some issues with their label, so I don't think they'll win this category. I do think Jack Boys got a chance to win it. Um, they pretty solid. Earth Gang is up and coming. Like, I love their project. I love their music. But I think City Girls got it. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Brown and Young Thug are a good duo, but. I don't know if they made enough together Yeah To Win Yeah I agree Okay next category Alright next category We're going to do Hip hop artists Of the year We have the Baby, Drake, Future Little Baby Megan The Stallion Roddy Rich. Megan The Stallion win. Megan, mm-hmm. so you think she had a bigger year than Little Baby or Roddy Rich? Yes, because it's everything. It's everything. I think her visuals are different. Her collaborations that she had throughout the year were completely different than both of them. Her, just everything. You can see the progression of her career. From last year to now. She. Coming off of fever. I think it was like. Anytime an artist puts out like. Their first. Album or. EP or whatever you want to call it. Sometimes after that you don't really know. When you're going to get another one. Mm -hmm. But she came right back. Well it wasn't like right back. But she came back eventually with. Shook. Okay. And so the songs on Shook, it wasn't as long 
It wasn't very long, but it was good. Like, she had some pretty good songs on there. And, like, off the top of my head, the song with Gunna, she had Savage on there that eventually turned into a Beyonce collaboration, which then turned into a BET performance, a BET Awards performance where she, like, did something completely different that we hadn't seen her do. Like the production. Like she was in the desert riding four wheelers and stuff. Like you could tell it's like an aesthetic going on. Even to um Girls in the Hood, like that was a little moment. I think who probably got a chance is probably Megan Thee Stallion, Little Baby or Roddy Rich. I feel like Roddy Rich is probably the one that I'd probably go with because his album debuted at number one on Billboards. Um, the box was pretty much number one for consecutive weeks. I mean, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think he just had probably one of the most successful albums out so far of this year. So... I think I give it to Roddy Rich on this one. So what is what is the is that because he was on the billboard for so long? I think by album sales, by how many streams he got on certain songs, I think is from that being his debut album, I think a lot of it comes into play. So I feel like that's a big success for it for him. And I think I think he got it. Okay. Well, the last category we'll talk about is best new hip hop artist. So they have Flo Millie, Jack Harlow, Mulatto, NLE Chopper, Pop Smoke, and Rod Wave course i'm giving it a pop smoke because i listen to this album like almost every day um rod wave is nice like he real nice jack carlo i feel like yeah he put out that one song and it was a banger mulatto has she she gained some traction too i'm not gonna you know overstep her because i feel like she has been on a lot of people's songs as features and she have really been killing it so mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give it to Pop Smoke because that album that 50 Cent produced, it was a great album. So I'm going to give it to him. So I think I think there's a really clear winner in this category. Who? But I don't know if that's who should win it. I think Mulatto has a really good chance at winning. Like every every category that we discuss, it was a woman for you. Because they are so much better at rap than most of the men. I'm not I'm not in disagreeing with you. I'm just saying um, you're being very biased. But I'm just saying, when you listen to Mulatto and I listen to her. You listen to her, her Queen of the South? Not as much. You only listen to it when I listen to it. No, I listen to that Boosie. 
and mulatto. Okay, you heard the Gucci and mulatto? Yes, I heard that. Okay, then just off of the strength of them two songs, she should be best new hip-hop artist of the year because... Off of the strength of those two songs compared to Pop Smoke? Have you listened to what the strength of what he dropped? Okay, but I'm just saying. The strength of them two songs and the rest of what she's been doing, yes. What's she been doing? Rapping her ass off. Okay, what have Pot Smoke have been doing as well? Okay, I also don't want to undermine Flo Millie because Flo Millie put out a great EP or mixtape or whatever all by herself. She didn't have any features, and it slapped. She should probably actually win. Well, I don't know. I like both of them. A lot of really raps, really, really, really raps. I just, you know, have mixed feelings about her name, but she raps. She's been, like, working. I just feel like you've been kind of biased. She's probably been working a little too much throughout this pandemic, you know, based on what I've seen on her social media. Because, yes, I feel like the talent pool has really gotten so much better in the women's category and it's a lot of women that's pretty much on the radio now well you know cardi b is really taking over the radio stations and mulatto but i feel like you just being biased on certain people <laughs> i just right. feel like you are i feel like i just gave you very valid reasons for megan and mulatto yeah, but I just can't offer the strength. What you like, say, offer the strength of two songs. I can't give you that. I'm just saying. Smoke. I'm just saying. Who else in this category is doing that? Okay. Boosie and Gucci. Who else in this category is doing that? But it's Boosie and Gucci. You know they will let anybody do a feature with That's them. That's not true. That is true. Okay, how There's many? There's a lot of people he wants to work with. How many of those new artists made songs with him that he was featured on that went and did numbers like that? Oh, my Lord. Am I lying? Am I lying? I just just feel like you're being biased, but I I mean, mean, that's your opinion. I just feel like you're being biased about certain individuals. Now, again, I am completely supporting all women who rap and can got that, got a flow, and can really spit. I'm all for it. But there are certain people in these categories that I feel like, yo, this person is completely better. Okay. That's just my that's just my opinion. You think Pop Smoke is better at what? I'm not saying that he's not. I enjoy Pop Smoke's music. I we talked about him before and how his sound is completely different and changed everything. Like we talked about that. I'm just saying it'll be it. They got some good choices up here to choose from. I wouldn't be. I mean, I guess based on what we're saying, there is definitely a top two, maybe a top three. Your top three is who? <laughs> Who's your top three? Who's your top three? You just gonna call me biased again? I know. So oh, you it's biased. Cool. You being biased. All right, so let's just move on to the next one. So the best live performer. All right, the artists are Big Shine, the Baby, Drake, Megan The Stallion, Roddy Rich, and Travis Scott. 
I mean, I think it's safe to say that we've only seen. No, I've been to a Drake concert before, but it's not as live as a Travis Scott concert. But Travis Scott concert, Travis Scott concert was good. Like he do be performing, but I think it was the people he was performing for that threw me off. (laughs) Just be honest. Wait, I'm just <laughs> wait, yo, wait, 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 wait. Like, wait. do you see all the people down there, like jumping and doing all yo, that? Okay, no. wait. Listen to, listen to the category. Yes, best live artist. It's best live performer. Performer, best live performer. Travis Scott. You think so? Yes, just from because production to how creative he was. Okay, yeah, all of that. It was Bro, a, he it, had a whole roller coaster. It was a lot going on. He had a whole roller roller coaster and rapping at the same time. But I guess it's like for me, he had fan interaction, meaning he had people get on the roller coaster while he's performing on stage. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. That was crazy. He had he had props on the stage coming up from the stage. He had fire coming out. Like all of his his whole production was like he crazy. Had a, he had this like huge blow up thing of himself. Yeah. So the energy that he bring into the whole room is like, yo, you have to be like on some crazy rave shit but i'm just saying for me that's what threw me off a little bit but i understand that that is not you know what the traditional performer does so i can appreciate it what is it called ain't it called a mosh pit yes yo he had a whole mosh pit on the ground on the ground while a roller coaster is coming up there's fire and smoke. Fire, smoke, and all projectors of this shit going on at the like same time. So it's strobe like strobe lights. Yo, it's it's crazy. I have to give it to him. I mean Big Shine. I, I think wish he I think he a good performer. The baby, I think he's a very good performer. I think he a very good performer. Drake Drake was born at first, but he got better. We talking about this past year. I know, I'm just saying, Drake was just a born performer at first, but he got better. I think, you know, what I'm kind of basing this off of, because I haven't seen everybody, like, in actual concert, like Travis Scott, but I think about, like, some of these people performed in the awards that came on earlier in the year. Like, Roddy Rich seemed very shy with it like it was just him and his in a car not his car but a car it was just him in a car and him rapping that was cool but that doesn't really like give me much (laughs) no go ahead it does i know where you're going i know where you're going go ahead where am i going go ahead just Where continue. I, I just want to. I'm just seeing if my thoughts is going to go. Go ahead and go to the next. I'm just person. talking about my experience watching I know, these people. I know. Go ahead. Continue. 
Drake, I think, you know, he's more, he doesn't really do too much either. It's more of just his music, him, that's about it. Like, he performs good because he Drake, and we know his songs and stuff. Like, it's not really too much going on there. Mm-hmm. The baby, I think it's more animated, and he'd be wearing these, like, muscle suits. That's not his actual muscles and stuff, and he'd be bringing out all these people that's dancing and girls that be doing splits. It's more, like, to look at. Mm-hmm. It's a very particular style. Okay, so now your girl. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> just based on her Saturday Night Live performance that happened earlier this week. I'm not saying she's the best, but she's doing a lot more than some of them. What? What is it she doing? She has dancers. She has strippers on poles, twirling. She's giving you hair. She's giving you outfits. She does her own makeup. She's giving you messages in, in like, did you hear? Bro, the, you're looking at aesthetics. <laughs> like That's performing. Like, yeah, and you don't think the baby does the same exact thing? I just he said that. He got performers. He got animation. He got all of that stuff. I just said that. I just said that. I'm not saying. Okay, so. Who was your who was your your one that you was gonna go with? I mean, I do think we both agree, but I think like the way that we're thinking about it is a little bit different. I don't know how Travis Scott would perform in an award situation. I don't know. I don't know if we've seen that. But when we saw him in concert, that was a lot. Like we don't have the same reference points for some of these people as we do for Travis Scott. But we know Travis Scott going to do the most. So. All right. So let's move on to the next segment. A lot of. Well, while we're on the topic of music. There was a lot of new music that came out this past weekend. I personally haven't gotten a chance to listen to it all. But um, there was Bryson Tiller's album that just came out. And I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know if it was intended to come out this way, but a few days before, he had set up billboards in Louisville, Kentucky, his hometown, about Breonna Taylor and saying how they'll never forget her and she deserves justice and all that stuff. I don't know if that was supposed to be used for his album album promotion or... Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't really see very much promotion for his album until it was like a few hours before it came out. But his album came out. Yeah. I think he just pretty much set a date and just dropped it. Yeah. What did you think about it? Well, I listened to it all the way out. I think it was really, it's, it's real good. Um, One thing I don't want to do is like try to compare his previous projects to the one he has now because it's a whole different space that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. especially for him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, this don't sound like Trap Soul or, oh, this don't sound like uh, the other album. But similar energy 
towards like the last two albums, but I think it was pretty good. I think so too. I think it just has to like I guess with trap so it kind of like instantly hit you like, "Oh, this yeah. is good." But I think it was more upbeat and like trap. <laughs> I I just feel like it was like I don't want to stay on the topic of trap so, but I just feel like with trap so it was probably his best project and I felt like I, I think I always told people that when we had conversation about Bryson Tiller was the fact that he put out an album like that is going to be hard for him to try to top it because that's like his best work but at the same time it's like we can't solely pin that just on him because you know, he got other projects that he put out, and he may feel like that wasn't his best project. It was this one. I think, I think well, it was good. Yeah, I think from what I listened to, it was pretty good. It just gonna, I just have to take time to actually consume it. It's like we get so much music at the same time now where it's like you yeah. can't even really, you don't even know how you really feel about it because you haven't even processed it fully yet. So, I mean, I don't I don't think anybody really anticipated him coming out with the album. At least I didn't. Yeah. So it was nice to see that he well, was actually in the space of making music. Well, we did kind of anticipate that he was coming out with the album. Remember, he said that he was going to drop an album over the summer. Mm-hmm. But that never happened. So I'm pretty sure it got delayed because he just, you know, had a child. Mm-hmm. So... It makes sense to why it was probably pushed back later. And um, I think it was good timing. I think it was good timing. So there was some other new music that came out. Amber Riley put out her EP. I'm excited to listen to that. I haven't gotten around to listen to that yet because I really want to give my full attention and time to it. But I'm excited to listen to her. It's been a long time coming. So that came out. And then 21 Savage and Metro Boomin made another tape together, which I think that is, is really cool of them to, like, keep doing this. Yo, I'm telling you, that album is good. Like, that album is gold. I, I like the first, one, the first one that they did, so I won't be surprised if I like this one. Well, there was one song on there that I know of that Drake was on, and he mentioned dating SZA, which was pretty random, like SZA somewhere, you know, doing her bowls and shit, making the vibration bowls and meditating in her empty room. Mm. And here goes Drake talking about them dating in 08. Yeah, but I think she pretty much clarified it and said that they dated in 09. And for me, just trying to jump back into that time, I really wasn't... I didn't even know they was actually a thing or dating or anything because I know during that time Drake dropped the presentation and um this was before I think it was Thank Me Later. Maybe. I feel like Thank Me Later was Thank Me Later was in oh nine, two thousand ten. Surprising to actually hear, you know, that they actually dated, but I also think that we were at a di- completely different age where we weren't even paying necessarily the same amount of attention to it. And I don't even think SZA was even thinking about that until she heard the song or somebody sent her the song. But I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, 
how has Drake fumbled this many bags between SZA, Rihanna, Serena? I know. Who else? I know. Trust me, that his list is whoa. Um, <laughs> who else? He fumbled the bag a lot. Am I? Did he try with Mariah Carey, or am I tripping? No, it was J Lo. Oh, J Lo, J Lo, J Lo. <laughs> yeah, he fumbled the bag a lot, but it is what it is. I mean, he got his moments with himself. It's probably a score for him. Probably a win for him. But he cannot keep any of them. None of them are circling back to get back with him. Like, well, you know, Rihanna and, and him was they was really like a thing. Were and they, they? Was, they was on and off a lot. I think Rihanna like they was, was on like, and off a lot. I think Rihanna was like. I don't think they was more. Well, I don't know. I don't think they was more exclusive as she was with Chris Brown. I don't think you can compare the two. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe he doesn't want to be with one I don't think he wants women. to be. I don't think he wants to be fully in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. That could be possible. I mean, look at his look at his his status right now. It's kind of like he can get any woman in this world probably. But even though he could I don't think he necessarily want to. That's the thing. Well. He just having fun, so. Hey, let him have fun. I can't believe he's been with this many. Well, I won't say been with. I can't believe that he's had, like, opportunity with these kinds of women. Like, he had so many choices to make. Yeah, but that's his that's his way. If he don't want to be with them, he don't necessarily have to be with them. Even though they are quality women. Yeah, I get it. It just may not be a thing. I mean, look at his schedule, look at their schedule. How can you really be in a relationship when you on a road, you making music? When are you gonna have time? To actually enjoy each other. You're not. Especially how he is. Especially how Rihanna is. Especially how Serena Williams is. He's going off of these top tier women. Like yeah. in this industry. Like he's he's on the top show. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I wonder if there's like him having that list of women that we all know about though is like Yo, what's going on? Maybe it is his schedule. Maybe it is his career. Maybe there is something that is just not working for them to like him like that. Mm. I don't know, but I was surprised to learn that SZA was up there. I mean, not surprised, but... I think it was just how it came out was like, what? Oh, eight. I also think that Drake is really this, like, I feel like he just likes to go on dates and talk. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm just saying, like, some of these relationships might have been nothing but just that. Nothing is actually, I think nothing is wrong with going on dates and just enjoying the time. Me neither. 
I think nothing is wrong with that. It don't have to be anything. It can just be, yo, let's go get something to eat. Let's go yeah. to the movies. Let's go do this. Let's go take a trip. Nothing is wrong with that. No, I don't think so either. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if most of those relationships that, that yeah. we just listed were exactly that. Yeah, I agree. Just want to spend time with somebody. Right. I guess we'll see who Drake dates next. Maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But there really is no way, no easy way to get into this next subject. Right. I mean, we're living in the age of Corona and all her homegirls. I mean, she... <laughs> Yo, who is her homegirls? You, you've been wilding on this... <laughs> She doesn't have homegirls. Okay, flu season. Okay, you're right. Flu season, common cold. Yeah, she got right. homegirls. Like, All right, go ahead. They just not as, you know, powerful as her. Because she been, she been out here and she got the president. Yeah, she got the president. <laughs> so what you think? Um, I don't think nothing. I don't think it's surprising considering, like. He being very he, careless. He yeah. being careless walking around going to. All of his conventions and everything, trying to, you know, <laughs> gain money for his campaign. But that man been moving reckless. And I think. And it caught up to him. Not only him, but some of his Republican colleagues that have been really kissing his ass. It caught up to some of them, too. Yeah. Like, y'all want to sit up in here with 50-something People, hundred some people that have been just going all over the place, wherever they need to go, wherever they want to go, with no mask on. Yeah, that's crazy. After they've been said it's a rule for everybody to have a mask on in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I heard over the, the weekend that he was pretty much at, in the hospital. For, yeah. For two days, I think. He was in the hospital for two days, and... I think it was supposed to be 10, though. Yeah, but it's just kind of crazy how they are giving out false reports on his health. I'll be honest. When I first heard it, I was like, I don't believe it. I thought it was like something coming off the debate where he was going to like blame it on that or just cause a little like chaos in the other candidates campaign with I think he's trying to come off as like if I can beat it you can beat it too type of thing maybe like I didn't I kind of thought the same thing at first like maybe we wouldn't just see him for a few days and then he would come back and be like oh I'm great yeah like but could you believe that nah from these videos I mean now that we see him like heaving and gasping like, mm-hmm. it seems a little bit serious. So, I don't know. He'll get through it, I guess. That's all I can say. He'll get through it. I mean, it is. that's his fault. So I did see that on the news this morning that because he is of a certain age, I didn't realize he was 74. Huh? Yeah. Like, wow. They both in their 70s. I don't understand how this is the best. <laughs> 70. The best that we can do as far as being president candidates. Like, 
like Biden he's, is seventy something. He's seventy four. Yo, like he is at the close to the ending of his time. Like this is when people generally try to like sit down, down and stop doing everything. Right. And he's out here trying to run a whole country at this time. And without a mask, like he's not almost elderly. But I saw on the news this morning that he's like between his age being 74 and him being what his weight is. I think they said he weighs 200 and like something. I don't know how much he weighs, but either way, it's considered obese. So for his age and how much he weighs, like his body is like a very small percentage of recovery rate for him being 74. Yeah, but we haven't seen we haven't seen any reports. Well, I haven't seen any reports as far as. His wife well-being. I ain't seen nothing about her. I ain't even seen her. I think she tired of She ready for this damn election shit to go. I mean, she might be all right. She younger than him. Yeah, she might be straight, but I think she tired of his ass. She is for <laughs> I sure. I think as soon as this damn whole thing just go away and he's just not elected as president. She probably going to write a book. Write a book, divorce his ass, (laughs) put him on child support, something. She gonna write a book or get somebody to write a book for her. Yeah, a tell-it-all book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised. But what's crazy is, you know, I've been looking at sports and Cam actually caught it. Mm -hmm. That was surprising to me. Cam caught it. And I feel like it's actually going around the whole NFL. I think it's 20 players from the Texans that have caught it. So they really postponed a few games over this weekend. If it continues, I'm pretty sure they're going to cancel the season. But for the most part, I think they are monitoring it a bit more because now they're starting to see cases. But – you know, I really wish Cam well. I'm pretty sure he's gonna get through it. And yeah, like it's, it's what crazy. do you think? What do you think was the source of it? Because the it source seemed, of him catching it. Well, it was t- it was people on both teams that had came back positive that day. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's the way that I feel like it's a lot of reasons that they can possibly catch it, but. After they get done with a game, after they get done with practice or something, they go back home. Mm -hmm. So it's like for them to leave their bubble of their work environment to where they have to disinfect everything. They coming from a very sanitized, clean place and back into a dirty world. It's kind of like, you know, I think that's really where the cases will come from. When you look at the NBA it's more of the bubble. They got them isolated. They got them to where <laughs> you can stay within this bubble that they built around everywhere. It's more of like a literal bubble. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I first figured out that the teams for the, in the NFL were going to be going, like, back and forth to these different stadiums, even when I figured out they was about to be traveling from stadium to stadium, I was like, that ain't going to work. No, I don't think it's going to work. I don't know how long the NFL is going to last this season with these cases actually starting to gain traction. So we'll just have to see. And um yeah, I feel like if I was a if I was a, 
a player, more than likely I'll probably not play this season. It doesn't really. I mean, it, I mean, I guess if you need, if you really needed your money, yeah. If you really needed your money, I can understand that. But if you got an accountant and you got your finances in order or whatnot, I think you should be fine. Especially if you one of those top players in the league, then I don't think money is really an issue at the moment. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah. So I don't think I probably would if I was in the NFL or something like that. Now, I'm really interested to see how they're going to do the NBA after the finals. So I really don't know too much of how they're going to work around that and how they're going to build that structure of bubbles in certain cities. But it should be interesting. I think they're going to probably come out with a good idea. And make something happen. We are in phase three. I was going to say, we just, it seems like in certain areas, things are getting a little bit worse. But then in certain areas are getting better, I guess, because we did just go into phase three as a state. Right. And with phase three, there comes like, Bars opening, but at very low capacity and only outdoors. There's like movie theaters that are opening, but still at low capacity. I know that you enjoy the movie theater experience. I'm still ain't going. I'm good. (laughs) I mean, me neither, but I just thought it was kind of, it just, it just kind of tells you like, the different activities we participate in are more social than we think. Right. Like going to a movie theater isn't necessarily considered to be like a real social thing to do, but you are in one room. You're sitting sometimes very close to some people. Everybody's like eating in the same space, talking at the screen in the same space, laughing in the same space. But even then I feel like, Theaters is really not that sanitized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that plays a big issue. That's why it's like for me or for us to even go to a movie theater right now, nah, I really wouldn't consider it just off of that alone. Just being close to people, people coughing, people talking, um, and how sanitized is not that great. I don't know if they wiping down the seats. Just amount of asses just sitting on the seat. Just mm-hmm. the amount of people sitting in the seat. And sometimes it's children and like who knows what they've been into before they got in there. Right. I just think like even I know there have been a lot of bar owners that have been kind of disappointed in how long it took to even get this little bit of opening that they got. But you also have to think like People going to bars is like peak social. Yeah. People go to bars and they're very close in proximity. There really is no consideration for social distancing. They're drinking. They're laughing. They're like watching stuff. There's music. Sometimes there's karaoke. Like that's like the ultimate social situation. Right. But movie theaters makes 
since, like we said, to like at least start it off at a small capacity. I mean, I wish in times like these, I wish we had more drive-in theaters, but it doesn't seem like we have as many as we thought. Like, that's an experience I would really enjoy. I'd rather do drive-in than go to a actual movie theater. While we're on the subject of movies, earlier this week, we figured out that Yara Shahidi is going to be playing Tinkerbell in Disney's live-action Peter Pan movie. Oh, that's what's up. Are you interested in Peter Pan? Like, was that one of your top, like, Disney movies? My top Disney movie? No, I really wasn't big on Peter Pan. I mean, when you think about the live-action movies that Disney is coming out with recently, it's been the top ones for me. Lion King, Mulan. I mean, yeah, I get Mer- that. Little, the Little Mermaid. I'm just saying solely off of Peter Pan, I was never really a fan of Peter Pan. It just really wasn't something that I was interested in watching. But I have watched the, I have watched the movie everything in high school you remember when in high school everybody's wearing those like, oh my lord <laughs> you were in high school when people were like wearing those um like kids book bags that were like characters yeah i had a tinkerbell one. Oh, you did and if you looked in my room at my dad's house what's on my bed a tinkerbell blanket I should get that when we go back. I hope you enjoy the live. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoy the live action show because I don't think I'm going to be watching it. I think it'll be interesting because think about it. If they did what they did with Lion King, I mean, I didn't see Mulan because I wasn't about to pay that. But if they did what they did with Lion King, think about what they could do for Peter Pan. Like the Peter Pan be flying. Peter Pan, they be doing that magic stuff. And then there's Captain Hook. And then there's, like, all the children. And then there's Tinkerbell and the fairies that fly around. And Tinkerbell be in, like, jars. Like, they be trying to trap her in jars. Yeah, but. I just think that would be very cool to see how they do that. Whereas, like, how they did Lion King live action, it was actually pretty good for it to be a live action movie. Like, lions do not talk. Zebras and like hyenas and all of them do not talk. And it was very appealing to look at, even though we know that's not realistic. So I'm just saying with Peter Pan actually being people and it'd be like more of a magical kind of thing. I think they could do a really good job with it. And it's cool that Yara is going to be Tinkerbell. I know Disney Plus has warning for racist content and classic films like Peter Pan and Dumbo. And they they posted this article in 2019. (laughs) That's why. So Peter Pan is on Disney Plus right now? Yeah. I'm going to look at it and see. But I just think that (sighs) I can see that Disney is trying to get more black girls to be their princesses and their, like, young women in their movies especially the live action and i just think that's cool especially like with all the capabilities they have to make these to make these movies really go Mm -hmm. 
I think that's cool. I'm still waiting on the Little Mermaid. Now I need to go back and look at Peter Pan and see what I actually saw as a kid and what did and did not register. But yay for Yara. Yeah, I think that's a good one. So that pretty much wraps up this episode. Yep, that's all we got, y'all. So we'll be seeing you on social media. We'll be seeing you next week when we as we prepare our next episode. Right. We hope that you all stay safe, stay healthy, and you know, stay sane. Like protect your mental health because it's getting hard out here. Right. Bye.